Good morning from WKYT News. I'm Bill Bryant and we welcome you to Kentucky Newsmakers. This past week, the Central Bank Center celebrated a big milestone and a major renovation project. And we'll be talking with Bill Owen, the president and CEO, about how the project is coming along in the middle of a pandemic. That's ahead. But first, this has been an unusual and difficult year for businesses across the country, including here in Kentucky. Retailers have had to shut their doors or limit their capacity big limits of course being put on restaurants and bars and other types of businesses as well and they're all having to adapt. The Kentucky Chamber of Commerce advocates for and works to help the state's businesses. They're also focusing on dealing with the drug epidemic during the pandemic which apparently has worsened and the chamber recently presented the best places to work awards here in Kentucky. We'll find out what it takes to win those. The president and CEO of the Kentucky Chamber Ashley Watts is joining us here on Kentucky Newsmakers. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. You know, uh, most Kentucky businesses are uh, going to reopen or have started reopening in some way, trying to get back to some sense of normal. Uh, how is it going out there from the reports you're getting? This is a question we get a lot, and I do think over the last couple of months, businesses have been very resilient and have adapted to kind of the new normal um, and the new requirements. And I think we all now know that, you know, you have to wear masks and get your temperature checked and all the new things that we all have to comply with. Um, so I do think that there is optimism when it comes to business recovery. However, we do still see, especially in the retail and restaurant uh, sectors, that they are still struggling quite a bit. I don't think that there is a day that goes by that we we don't hear about another retail or restaurant establishment not closing. Um, so those are really the sectors that have been impacted the hardest. The thing that we're now hearing the most of now that business is kind of getting back on track and that many people are kind of returning to their normal work functions is the issue of childcare and of course the issues of schools. So when schools are not meeting in person and there's not a sufficient childcare across a city or a county, that really is a huge workforce implication. And so that's what we're kind of trying to to figure out right now is how businesses and the workforce adapt to that new reality. Yeah, how can the chamber assist in something like that? As those questions are coming in and, and uh, you're trying to work with businesses, maybe even government entities to try uh, to address things like childcare. Absolutely. Childcare is a huge issue here in Kentucky, and we have asked uh, the federal government for more dollars to help sustain our childcare establishments. Childcare was already one of those areas that was struggling before the pandemic. And as we all know, this pandemic really has heightened those kind of inequities here in Kentucky. And so there are many places in Kentucky that unfortunately will not have the availability of childcare once all is said and done. And this really is a staggering statistic, but it is true that there is a very good likelihood that about half of our childcare establishments here in Kentucky will not be available or open after the pandemic. These are small businesses that run on a very small margin of profit. Um, and so when numbers are reduced and they have to be closed down for a specific amount of time, that really does hinder, you know, how likely their business is going to be to succeed. So mm -hmm. we're also working with uh, the governor's office and the legislature on some solutions of that. The, the uh, requirements have been raised on childcare facilities here in Kentucky, so more children can go to childcare now. And so that will help. But that is really one of those areas that um, was one of the ramifications of business shutdowns, et cetera, that we're trying to address. Yeah. When it comes to workforce, I mean, uh, and uh, parents are unable to arrange childcare or arrange to have their uh, children learn from 
home or whatever, uh, it is extremely difficult uh, for them to be out there uh, working right now. Is that holding things back? Yeah, it's very difficult, especially if you have a job that you have to go report to a specific place. If you work in retail, restaurant, or manufacturing, um, unfortunately, you, you, know, you don't have the ability to work from home while your kids are at home learning. And so what we're really seeing is in those sectors that it's very, very difficult for the workforce. And some people, especially women, we're now learning, um, unfortunately, are having to simply choose between returning to work or making sure that their kids are being taken care of and getting the education that they need. Do you worry about uh, Kentucky's economy going forward, given that so much right now is propped up by huge infusions uh, from the federal government, $3 trillion in the CARES Act, uh, for example, and then we have these very large unemployment rolls in Kentucky, and uh, we have some programs out there to help people pay rent. Are you confident things will be okay when, uh, when those kinds of funds run out and the, and the economy's back on its own? I wish I could say I was confident. Uh, you used the appropriate word that the economy right now is being propped up and it's being kind of artificially propped up through very much needed resources that none of us uh, disagree that were needed, such as enhanced unemployment insurance benefits, PPP loans, um, stimulus checks, et cetera. And so many people have not really seen the economic decline that we would have expected six months into this. However, as we go further through this process and those funds do eventually dry up, we will probably see another downturn in the, in the economy. Um, a lot of economists have been saying they're not really sure how this is all going to play out. I think a lot of it will determine on when there is a vaccine and when people really feel comfortable returning to normal and kind of returning to their normal lives. The economy is going to look different though. I do think consumers now have a different view of things. I think um, people have gotten very used to ordering things at home, getting things delivered. So I do think the economy will shift after all this is done. And uh, an analogy we often like to, to, to say when we're looking at the economic forecast for after the pandemic is whether the economic downturn is kind of a V-shape where we were in a very good position before all this happened back in February and we took a very drastic dive. However, if we can kind of find a vaccine and things return to normal and the stimulus and government funding did what it was intended to do, we could come back up to that rate fairly quickly or is it more like a check mark, kind of like a Nike swoosh, where you're going to dip down and you're going to have to slowly kind of climb up that mountain again? I do think the longer that we stay into this, we are now six months into it, and probably none of us thought in March that we would still be uh, dealing with the situation in September, but here we are. So the longer that we, we are in this and the longer that people are not able to work, unemployment is still high, businesses are still shut down, we see retail and restaurant permanently close, the longer longer that we will be in an economic downturn. And that is obviously very concerning for all Kentuckians, especially the business community, and something that we're going to have to really work at um, over the next several years to get out of. And you know, it very well may be an uneven recovery. You have uh, both the, uh, the honor and the challenge of representing both the small and large businesses. You mentioned so many people have learned uh, now uh, to order online. Many of those uh, products uh, coming in from, uh, you know, some large warehouse somewhere, potentially out of state and some of our main street businesses and the smaller businesses uh, are, are left to figure out to, you know what their way forward is how difficult is it for you to 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 balance that between trying to help those smaller businesses and also uh, you know realizing that there are those uh, bigger entities that uh, that have to be there to get goods to people 
And you're exactly right. The chamber represents all businesses across the state. And actually, the majority of our members are small businesses with less than 100 employees across Kentucky. And so we've really tried to be a, have a hands-on approach with the small businesses who maybe just don't have the resources kind of at their fingertips to be able to kind of adapt to everything that has been going on. And so we've been helping them extensively with education and with answering any questions they have, helping them get the PPP loans, making sure that those loans are forgivable, making sure that they have the personal protective equipment they needed, and really taking that hands-on approach with small businesses to help them navigate through this entire process. Um, I do think the economy has shifted. And so while we talk about certain sectors that are really struggling right now, there are other sectors that are actually booming and that are thriving. And you think about logistics or you think about Amazon or food delivery, um, you think about those kind of industries and they are actually doing better than they were before this pandemic because people are utilizing their services more. Mm -hmm. um, I think anyone that works in the IT world or the technology world, they have been really, really busy the last six months kind of adapting to this new normal and making sure that businesses and schools and everyone can uh, you know, be online and have the capacity of the new technology. So I really do think there's been a shift in kind of how our economy is made up. And I do think that will continue for quite some time. You know, we just assume we're somewhere in the middle of this thing and we have uh, some things that we can look back on and then uh, other things that we're trying to look forward to and try to plan for. As we look back just a little bit and, you know, the government was in a situation of trying to figure out, as everybody was, science was, what's going on here. And there were winners and losers chosen by those in power. Big box stores that got to stay open if they carried groceries, while the, maybe the shoe stores or the clothing stores right in that same shopping center uh, had to close. Has the chamber addressed any of these uh, sort of equity issues about uh, business closings? Yes, absolutely. And you're right. Back in March, none of us knew what was happening. And so there really was the mentality that businesses needed to do anything in their uh, power to keep everyone safe. And that's exactly what the Kentucky business community did. Even when they had to, you know, shutter their own doors and lay off their employees, they did that to ensure that all Kentuckians were safe. Um, we did see that manufacturing, most were able to stay open. And for Kentucky, that was fortunate. We are a manufacturing state. And so many of our employees are employed by, you know, large manufacturers here in Kentucky. And so they were able to continue to open um, as well as many restaurants were open, not to in-person, but to carry out. People really did adapt. Mm -hmm. Now that we know more, um, we know how to kind of stay safe and we have healthy at work guidelines that the chamber helped work um, with the governor's office to create. I do think it's very safe to kind of return to work under these requirements. And so you see people going back into work at lower capacity capacities, you're wearing masks, you're wearing gloves, you're taking your temperature, um, you have kind of the contact tracing that if you come down with it, you, you know what to do to ensure the safety of your coworkers. And so I do think by us having more education and knowledge on how COVID is spread, we are able to return to work much more quickly than we had anticipated and safer. And at this point, most industries really can return to work pretty safe um, and, and get back to business. Yeah. One area that really we have not quite figured out, and this is the one that we get the most questions about, is hospitality and events. 
Um, when you think about just the Derby a couple weeks ago or any kind of conventions and conferences and concerts, those mass gatherings, there is still not kind of the, the sure way to go about doing that in a safe way. So while offices, manufacturing facilities, restaurants, retail, et cetera, have kind of navigated and figured out how to adapt to this new reality and keep not only their employees, but their patrons safe, the event uh, industry is really one that we worry about kind of rebounding and making sure that we can help them recover because right now there's really no clear path right. to when we'll be able to be fully functioning. Yeah, again. we're really still in a, a grab and go uh, type of situation uh, for the most part. Uh, some of our issues in Kentucky uh, were here uh, before uh, the pandemic uh, hit and are continuing. We have evidence that the drug addiction crisis has actually gotten worse during the pandemic. It comes as the chamber and others were already trying to address it, especially in the workforce. Uh, how are you helping employers develop a, a recovery-friendly culture uh, while, uh, you know, also protecting themselves from liability if they, if they uh, uh, hire people uh, who, uh, who have a past? Absolutely. This is something that the chamber has been working on for many years. And like we said earlier, this pandemic really has heightened all of our issues that we already had and kind of made them bigger. Um, and we know that overdose deaths are higher. We know that people relapsing are higher. Um, people, you know, are out of work. They might be isolated and all of those things lead to people um, increasing addiction here in Kentucky. And so what we've been trying to do very early on is we partnered with the state to form a website called Who's Hiring? And you can access that through the Chamber website. And we focus on all the employers across Kentucky that have open jobs. So while we know that Kentucky's unemployment rate are at sky high numbers, at one point we had the highest rate of unemployment in the nation, there are right now about 90,000 open positions here in Kentucky. And what we've tried to do is to highlight those employers who are recovery friendly, where if you are struggling with addiction or if you have been incarcerated and need a second chance, we know that a job is a key to reducing recidivism and to kind of keeping you back on track. And so we highlight those employers that are uh, recovery friendly and we try to do as much as we can to make sure that everyone knows about those employers in Kentucky. We actually did at the very last days of the legislative session this year, pass a bill that does help businesses deal with the liability issue if they follow certain guidelines. And it kind of creates a pathway to make sure that employers know how they can be recovery friendly and protect themselves. So there has been some legislation passed as well, but we're also working with cities and counties and recovery uh, facilities across Kentucky on how we can do more and how we can make sure that there is the education needed, how we can destigmatize the issue and make sure that from the business community standpoint, we, we help these people coming out of recovery and get them into a job and also help the business community make sure that their HR policies are up to date, help them with this population so that they can be able to hire these employees. So it's kind of an all hands on deck approach, but it's something that we're working on continuously. We have an effort called Kentucky Comeback that we've launched about a month ago to really make sure that this is a key issue moving forward. And all of these uh, uh, things can be found on your website that we've uh, had up there that the Kentucky Chamber, people can uh, check out uh, what you're uh, working on. Uh, Racial inequality has been highlighted as an issue certainly this summer. Do you help businesses uh, with a, a culture of inclusion? 
We do, and we're actually working with a group right now. Um, we're hoping to push out a report at the end of September, early October, on really looking at Kentucky and looking at racial inequality in Kentucky and what policy changes can the business community advocate to kind of help make a difference. We're also looking at what policies and practices that businesses should adopt. Uh, we know that from certain situations, when businesses and corporations and employers adopt these kind of policies, it is good for business. It's good for the state. It's good for the employees. It's good to be diverse. And so we're going to try to make sure that businesses across Kentucky know how they can go about doing this and have the resources they need. One kind of simple issue that we've, we've identified is that people will put out a job posting. If you're a company and you have an open position, you put out your job posting on LinkedIn or on your website and you attract you know, a pool of candidates. Mm -hmm. We hear from businesses, they wanna make sure that they can attract a diverse pool of candidates. And so we're putting together a list of how employers can start advertising their open positions to make sure they get that diversity in their applicants. So all of this will be coming out soon, but we definitely wanna help businesses make sure that they um, are, are adopting all these policies and help them do that. Always busy at the Kentucky Chamber, and I know you also did the Best Places to Work Awards. We have the information on that uh, is on your website as well at kychamber.com. Ashley Watts, as always, thank you so much uh, for being with us. We appreciate it. Thanks so much, Bill. Thanks for having me. And we hope you'll stay with us on Kentucky Newsmakers. We're going to check in, find out what's going on as downtown Lexington is transforming, especially around the Central Bank Center. We're back in a moment. <laughs>